your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 257 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just wanted to start today's episode by uh, wishing everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy everything, whatever holiday or holidays you might happen to celebrate, definitely enjoy them. And I figure today we can definitely talk about what else the introduction of the New York Rangers schedule for this upcoming season, the NHL, just last night, uh, dropping the complete schedule for the entire season. Everybody's got to play 56 games, so we'll get into that in just a second. Take a look at some of the highlights of the New York Rangers schedule. We're also going to be talking a little bit more about the World Juniors. They are starting, today's Christmas Eve, they are starting tomorrow on Christmas Day or Christmas night or whatever you want to call it. The warm-up games are over. The real action starts tomorrow. Definitely looking forward to that. United States uh, has a night game against Russia. We'll talk about that and other uh, aspects of the World Juniors in just a second here. We're also going to have an update on the Lockdown New York Rangers Fantasy Hockey League. Some invites went out. If you've heard from me, if you've reached out to me and I've responded to you, your spot is secure. Don't worry about it, but do sign up sooner rather than later just so we can kind of get this thing rolling a little bit if we can. But like I said, let's kick things off by talking about the New York Rangers schedule. Uh, opening night should be a lot of fun. Unfortunately, the Rangers are not going to be a part of it, but there are five games on the slate. Uh, no start times have been announced for any games this season. The NHL is still kind of figuring that out. But for opening night, you've got Canucks Oilers, you've got Blues Avalanche, you've got Penguins Flyers, you've got Canadians Maple Leafs, and you've also got Blackhawks Lightning. And that, of course, will also play host to some sort of pregame ceremony for the Lightning, having just won the Stanley Cup championship this past season. I actually would go out of my way to watch that just because I want to picture what it's going to be like when the Rangers do the same thing, when they're raising a championship banner, uh, hopefully within the next few years here. Fingers crossed on that, obviously. Like I said, no Rangers on opening night, but given the fact that hockey's going to be back, we don't even have any kind of preseason. We're just going to jump into the regular season there. I'll probably just pick out a random game to watch, uh, maybe Penguins-Flyers, just to sort of keep an eye on what's happening in the Eastern Division. There was a rumor, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, that the NHL was going to look to schedule a triple header on opening night, and that Rangers versus Bruins would be one of those matchups. I got a note from Andy on Twitter, and uh, he pointed out that the Knicks and Celtics are both home on January 13th, so... It doesn't seem like that was ever really that much of a possibility that those two teams could play on that night. Although, uh, given the times that we're living in here, I suppose it's at least possible. You could have the Rangers and Bruins just play each other in some other arena, not one of the two gardens. I guess it was at least possible, but the Rangers are not going to be playing on that night. Neither are the Bruins. And in fact, the Rangers will not be playing the Bruins to kick off their season. Instead, they will start their season on January 14th in a home matchup against the Islanders at Madison Square Garden. No official start time has been released as of this recording. We'll keep an eye on that. You know, hopefully the NHL starts to figure out the start times of these games. I would imagine, you know, it's a it's a weekday. It's a Thursday. And you got to figure that that would mean that they would start around 7 or 7.30, maybe 8 o'clock at the latest. I figure you'll get a pretty standard start time there for a uh, weekday East Coast NHL game. But we'll have to wait and see there. But let's go ahead, dive right into the Rangers schedule here. As we said, 56 games. The Rangers start on Thursday, January 14th at home against the Islanders, so definitely circle that date on your calendar. Their second game is two days later. That is also at home against the New York Islanders. Might as well go ahead and circle that one as well. 
And I'm not going to go ahead and read all 56 games of the schedule here. I'm just going to give you some highlights, some general thoughts on the Rangers' schedule here. You know what? We might as well take a look at the entire month of January because they're starting on the 14th, like I said. So basically, it's only half of a month anyway. So I'll just read the whole schedule for you guys here. As we know, two home games against the Islanders to kick things off. After that, on Tuesday, January 19th, the Rangers are home against the New Jersey Devils. So three straight home games to begin the season. Then they hit the road a Friday, January 22 matchup at the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then they once again play at the Pittsburgh Penguins on Sunday, January 24th. That will be followed by two road games against the Buffalo Sabres on Tuesday, January 26th and Thursday, January 28th. And then they wrap up the month of January with a home game against the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday, the 30th. And then actually, just to continue into February just a little bit here, they once again play at home against the Penguins on Monday, February 1st. So something you might have picked up on there right away, there's a lot of back-to-back games against the same opponent, and I can only assume that the reason for doing that is to cut back on travel. Obviously, we're living in this pandemic world. It almost has a little bit of a baseball feel to it. You know, anytime anybody who follows baseball, you guys know that you know, whether you're a Yankee fan or a Met fan, you typically play the same team three or four games in a row, sometimes five in a row every once in a blue moon. But yeah, you get the idea. You play the same opponent multiple games in a row. And we're seeing a little bit of that with the NHL this season. There's a lot of two-game sets around the league. There's some three-game sets. There's even the occasional four-game set, including this one for the New York Rangers. So this is nuts. Uh, Toward the end of the regular season here, from Tuesday, April 13th, through Sunday, April 18th, the Rangers will play the Devils in four consecutive games. That's just crazy to think about, but it is a fact. Four straight games against the Devils. So do you think things might get a little bit nasty toward the end of that four-game set there? I think it's probably a pretty safe bet. Those two teams are going to be sick of each other by then. And also, think about the fact that those are going to be some really intense games, especially when you consider that it's getting toward the end of the regular season, and both those teams could be fighting it out for a playoff spot. I mean, we don't know how the standings are going to look at that point, but those could be very, very important games for those teams, and it's a it could be a make-or-break series. If somebody wins all four of those games, the other team might be sunk, and the team that did the sweeping might be well on its way to the playoffs. But yeah, so Tuesday, April 13th, the Rangers are at the Devils, and they are home against the Devils on Thursday, April 15th, and Saturday, April 17th, and then they're on the road against the Devils on Sunday, April 18th. So you get four matchups in the span of just six days, and it's funny because in recent seasons, we've seen the NHL get away from scheduling so many divisional matchups. Most recently, we've seen the Rangers only play their division rivals four times per season, which is the same amount of times that they play other Eastern Conference teams, which has always kind of bummed me out a little bit. I mean, I don't really need to see the Rangers play the Florida Panthers four times a season if it means we're only also going to get four games against the New York Islanders. I'd rather see as many division matchups as possible. Um, I don't know if you guys are with me or against me there. I'd love to hear what you think about that. But Anybody who misses a lot of division matchups, this is going to be your season because that's all you get are division matchups. The Rangers are only going to be playing teams within their division. And it's also interesting because it's almost like you get four separate leagues here within the NHL because all four divisions will be separate. There will be no out-of-division matchups in the regular season. And even in the first two rounds of the playoffs, you're only going to be playing teams within your division. So if the Rangers end up playing any games against a team that's not in the Eastern Division, that's going to be very, very good news because it will mean that they're one of the last four teams left standing in the entire league. So hopefully it happens. I mean, we'll see. You got to get into the playoffs first. The Rangers are obviously in a very difficult division. 
Wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Bet Online. Are we ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. The NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clearer, and there is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner by going on Twitter and going to at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for your sign-up bonus. Once again, that is promo code LOCKEDON in all caps, and you will get your sign-up bonus. Hashtag BETONLINE. Going to get back to sort of dissecting the Rangers schedule in just a second here. But first, I just want to give you guys a little bit of a feel as far as what's coming up on Locked On New York Rangers. We are going to continue with our series of best and worst case scenario for every single player on the New York Rangers. We started with the six defensemen. And in our last two episodes, we took a look at what I think will be the Rangers top line to start the season, as well as what I believe will be the Rangers second line. We're just going player by player, position by position, one by one, taking a look at the best case and worst case scenario for every single player in the Rangers. So if you missed those episodes, I definitely recommend starting there. We'll pick it up maybe in our next episode with the Rangers third line. Uh, we're also going to continue to cover the World Juniors, specifically the Ranger prospects who will be competing at the World Juniors. So we'll talk about that. And we're also going to look to line up some guests for you guys in the lead up to the start of the Rangers regular season. Going to basically uh, reach out to people who have already been on the show. Maybe we'll get some new guests as well, but we have all that to look forward to. Should be a lot of fun uh, leading up to the beginning of the Rangers season. But back to the Rangers schedule. For those of us who miss seeing uh, an abundance of division matchup games, this is going to be a really fun season because we're going to see quite a bit of all the Ranger division rivals. The Rangers have seven other teams in their division, so that means there will be eight games apiece. The Rangers will play all these teams Eight games. So eight games against the Islanders, eight games against the Penguins, eight games against the Bruins, eight games against the Devils. You can go right down the line, the Capitals. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very intense. I think the fact that there's only 56 games in the regular season as opposed to 82, there's going to be an extra added amount of nastiness, an extra added amount of urgency. This is going to be a sprint to the finish because think about it. You know, you're only playing 56 games. All these teams know that there's more on the line with every individual matchup than there would be in an 82-game regular season. And don't get me wrong, I'd love to see an 82-game season like we always get. I enjoy kind of the grind, the marathon style of the NHL season, but 56 games, it's a sprint. You got to put your best foot forward. You really can't afford to get off to too bad of a start. And the fact that it's all going to be division matchups, you're going to see high intensity, high energy games night in and night out this season. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. Hopefully you are all as well. Just some other highlights of the Rangers schedule. They do not at any point during this season play more than four consecutive home games. Uh, that happens on a couple of occasions. I'm not going to read every single one of them for you, but there is one instance where they go on the road for five consecutive games. That's the high water mark of the season, if you will, as far as most consecutive home games or most consecutive away games. The Rangers will have a five-game road trip from Friday, March 5th through Saturday, March 13th. They are at the Devils, at the Penguins, at the Penguins again, at the Bruins, and at the Bruins again. So that's the longest stretch of either home or away games for the Rangers this season. And one other thing that I thought was really nice here is that the Rangers will play six of their last nine games of the regular season at home 
And everything else being equal, I think it's just nice to have these critical games. I mean, you got to figure the Rangers, they're going to be in the mix for the playoffs. I don't know how comfortable they're going to be saying at this point. I think it might really come down to the wire this season. And that being the case, it's obviously a good thing that they'll be playing at home for a good portion of their remaining games at the end of the season. But like I said, six of the last nine games will be at home. You got home against the Flyers, home against the Sabres, home against the Sabres again, home against the Islanders, at the Islanders, home against the Caps, home against the Caps again, at the Bruins, and at the Bruins again. Uh, that last game against the Bruins is on Saturday, May 8th, which also marks the end of the regular season. So, yeah, I mean, again, I think when you've got a team that might be a fringe playoff team like the Rangers might be this upcoming season, always nice to have a couple of home games in your back pocket as you enter the final portions of the season. And we could debate how much or how little home ice advantage is really going to mean in a season such as this. Teams obviously aren't going to rack up as many travel miles as they typically would in a normal regular season. And more importantly, it doesn't seem like there's going to be any fans in attendance for this season, at least in the early portions of the season. But everything else being equal, once again, I do like the fact that six of the Rangers' final nine games are going to be in Madison Square Garden. Teams obviously typically tend to have a better record at home than they do on the road, although it is worth pointing out that the Rangers were quite the opposite this past season. The Rangers went 18, 16, and 2 at home in Madison Square Garden, and they were road warriors, man. They went 19, 12, and 3 on the road, so who knows for sure. But again, everything else being equal, I'll take my chances with six of the Rangers' last nine games occurring at Madison Square Garden. I really think that can only help down the stretch, especially in a shortened season such as this, where the importance of every game is just going to be magnified. And who knows? You know, the season doesn't end until May 8th for the Rangers, so maybe by March, by April, by May, maybe at that point we're starting to see fans back in the arenas. I don't know that it's going to get to the point where the arenas are filled to the rafters and every game sold out and they're letting uh, you know all these arenas fill themselves to maximum capacity. You know, it's got to be safety first, but I do get the feeling we could see some fans in attendance, at least in a limited capacity, uh, by the end of the regular season. And if that happens down the final stretch and the Rangers play the vast majority of their games at home rather than on the road, then that only helps their chances. So once again, I think it's really nice that the Rangers have six of their last nine games at home. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at www.BuiltBar.com. All right, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the World Juniors. The warm-up games have come and gone. The real thing starts on Christmas at 2 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to have Slovakia taking on Switzerland. And then at 6 p.m., you'll get Finland against Germany. And then a game that I'm sure a lot of us are all interested in, the United States against Russia at 9.30 at night. That's a heavyweight matchup right there. That'll be a fun one to watch for sure. And I'm just going to go ahead, go through the United States schedule as well as the Canada schedule. We have enough listeners in both countries. I think it makes sense to just kind of run through those. So the U.S., you're up against Russia on Christmas night at 930. 
Then the following day on Saturday, also at 9.30 p.m., the United States will take on Austria. Then on Tuesday at 2 p.m., a matchup against the Czech Republic. And then to close out the preliminary round for the United States on Thursday, they will once again play at 9.30 and this time against Sweden. As for Canada, they start their tournament not on Christmas, but the day after on Saturday at 6 p.m. against Germany. And then they will play Slovakia the next day on Sunday, also at 6 p.m. They will then play on Tuesday at 6 p.m. against Switzerland. And then finally, they will close out their preliminary round against Finland on Thursday at 9.30 p.m. And for anybody who's new to this tournament, for anybody who may not know how it works, there are 10 teams competing. They are split into two pools of five teams each. Everybody plays everybody in their own pool in sort of a round-robin style in the preliminary round to kick off the tournament. The top four teams in each pool will advance to the quarterfinals. So really, in the preliminary round, I mean, obviously you want to win. Nobody's out there to lose or anything like that. But basically, all you really have to do is not just stink out the joint and you will find your way into the quarterfinals. And yes, seeding will be affected by how you perform in the preliminary rounds. The more wins you get, obviously the better of a seed you receive. But yeah, basically just don't suck and you'll be all right. You'll make it to the quarterfinals. All these games will be played at Rogers Place, which is the home of the Edmonton Oilers. And if you guys remember... Uh, Rogers Place also played host to all of the Western Conference playoffs once the teams knew that they were going to be competing in a bubble. And then it also hosted both conference final series and also the Stanley Cup final. So that was a lot of fun. And as strange as it sounds, I kind of enjoyed, you know, watching these warm-up games for the World Juniors. I just kind of enjoyed seeing that arena again. I think I've just gotten so used to watching hockey be played that it was just nice to, to see everybody back there. And I know it's not the NHL. I know it's not the Rangers. But again, like I've been saying all along, to me, this is the appetizer before the main course. And that's not to take anything away from this tournament. It's a fantastic tournament. You're going to see a lot of good, young, talented players competing out there. But I think most of us, you know, we're all looking forward to the Rangers season. This is just kind of a warm-up for that. But I'm going to be into this tournament, man. We're going to be talking about it quite a bit on here. And uh, go USA. And, you know, there might be other people rooting for the United States. We might have some people rooting for Canada. We might have some people rooting for Slovakia, whoever it might be. Enjoy the tournament because I really think it's going to be a ton of fun. And I know that maybe a lot of people haven't watched this tournament in the past because it typically runs parallel with the NHL season. But if you have not given it a try in the past, I definitely recommend uh, going ahead and doing that this season, especially considering that as of yet, there's still no NHL. The NHL, of course, won't be starting until January. But to go ahead and round out the schedule for the World Juniors, once the preliminaries are over, we will obviously head to the quarterfinals. There will be four consecutive quarterfinal games being played on Saturday, January 2nd. So if you got nothing else to do on that day, I mean, who knows what the weather's going to be like. Maybe you'll be snowed in. Uh, just park yourself in front of the TV and enjoy a healthy dose of World Juniors hockey. You're going to get a game at noon, you'll get a game at 3.30, you'll get a game at 7, and you'll get a game at 10.30. So it really is going to be on all day and all night. Then both semifinal games of this tournament will occur two days later on Monday, January 4th. The first of those games is at 6, the second is at 9.30. And then both medal games will happen the next night on Tuesday, January 5th. You'll have the bronze medal game at 5.30 and the gold medal game at 9.30. So there you go. A very concise tournament. It only lasts about a week and a half. And like I said, I definitely recommend giving this tournament a try if you have not done so in the past. As far as Rangers in the tournament, you've got four players who will be representing the New York Rangers for their respective countries. Uh, for the United States, you've got four Brett Berard. We talked about him a little bit in yesterday's episode, as well as defenseman Hunter Skinner. And then for Canada, you've got goalie Dylan Garand and defenseman Braden Schneider. And we'll talk about all those guys in greater length as the tournament progresses. We'll obviously keep an eye on those players when those teams are competing. Hopefully they have a strong showing in this tournament. I mean, I think Braden Schneider, perhaps more so than anybody, because the Rangers obviously took him in the first round this past season. They got big plans for him. It's going to only be a matter of time until you see him on the NHL roster. I don't think it'll happen this season, but 
I think Ranger fans are definitely going to be feeling good if Braden Schneider has a strong tournament. It'll just make you feel like, yeah, that was a that was a draft pick well spent, and we could definitely see this guy helping the Rangers at some point down the line. Only other thing that I wanted to mention today is that the invites have gone out for the Locked On New York Rangers Fantasy Hockey League. As of right now, including myself, we have 18 people who are ready to go for some fantasy hockey. If you've reached out to me via Twitter or via an email and you've heard back from me, I responded to your Twitter message or I responded to your email, that means that your spot is secure in the league. As of right now, 18 people. Yahoo will only allow us to go up to 20 max, so there are still two spots available. If you want a spot in this league, you better email me or DM me pretty quick because I do think we'll eventually end up with 20. And like I said, if you've heard back from me, if we've exchanged emails, if we've exchanged Twitter DMs, your spot is secure whether you've signed up yet or not. Uh, I will hold the spot for you. If you don't want to play for any reason, let me know about that as well. But as of right now, we've got, let's see, how many do we have? We have seven people, including myself, officially signed up for the Yahoo League. Invites went out yesterday, so check your email and, uh, yeah, join the league. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, a couple of prizes to whoever wins the league. You can check that out in your email as well. I will also discuss the league rules, the league settings, in greater detail in a future episode. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. But before we go today, I just want to tell you guys about Locked On Bets. The holidays are about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Locked On Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot to start the season, and he shares a lock of the day on every episode. Subscribe to Locked On Bets today wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you next time.